0: Section twenty five of A Treatise on Good Works. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by K. Hand. A Treatise on Good Works by Martin Luther. Translated by Johann Michael Rieu. Fourth Commandment, Subsections four through six. Four. Now, where parents are foolish and train their children after the fashion of the world the children are in no way to obey them for god according to the first three commandments is to be more highly regarded than the parents but training after the fashion of the world i call it when they teach them to seek no more than pleasure honor and possessions of this world or its power to wear decent clothes and to seek an honest living is a necessity and not sin Yet the heart of a child must be taught to be sorry that this miserable earthly life cannot well be lived, or even begun, without the striving after more adornment and more possessions than are necessary for the protection of the body against cold and for nourishment. Thus the child must be taught to grieve that, without its own will, it must do the world's will and play the fool with the rest of men, and endure such evil for the sake of something better, and to avoid something worse. So Queen Esther wore her royal crown, and yet said to God,— Esther chapter 14 thou knowest that the sign of my high estate which is upon my head has never yet delighted me and I abhor it as a menstruous rag and never wear it when I am by myself but when I must do it and go before the people the heart that is so minded wears adornment without peril for it wears and does not wear dances and does not dance lives well and does not live well And these are the secret souls, hidden brides of Christ, but they are rare, for it is hard not to delight in great adornment and parade. Thus St. Cecilia wore golden clothes at the command of her parents, but within, against her body, she wore a garment of hair. Here some men say, How then could I bring my children into society and marry them honorably? I must make some display. Tell me. Are not these the words of a heart which despairs of God, and trusts more on its own providing than on God's care? Whereas St. Peter teaches and says, 1 Peter 5, Cast all your care upon him, and to be certain that he cares for you. It is a sign that they have never yet thanked God for their children, have never yet rightly prayed for them, have never yet commended them to him. Otherwise they would know and have experience that they ought to ask God also for the marriage dower of their children, and await it from him. Therefore he also permits them to go their way, with cares and worries, and yet succeed poorly. 5. Thus it is true, as men say, that parents, although they had nothing else to do, could attain salvation by training their own children. If they rightly train them to God's service, they will indeed have both hands full of good works to do. FOR WHAT ELSE ARE HERE THE HUNGRY, THIRSTY, NAKED, IMPRISONED, SICK STRANGERS THAN THE SOULS OF YOUR OWN CHILDREN? with whom god makes of your house a hospital and sets you over them as chief nurse to wait on them to give them good words and works as meat and drink that they may learn to trust believe and fear god and to place their hope on him to honor his name not to swear nor curse to mortify themselves by praying fasting watching working to attend worship and to hear god's word and to keep the sabbath that they may learn to despise temporal things to bear misfortune calmly and not to fear death nor to love this life see what great lessons are these how many good works you have before you in your home with your child that needs all these things like a hungry thirsty naked poor imprisoned sick soul oh what a blessed marriage and home were that where such parents were to be found truly it would be a real church a chosen cloister yea a paradise of such says psalm 128 Blessed are they that fear God and walk in his commandments, thou shalt eat of the labour of thine hands, therefore thou shalt be happy, and it shall be well with thee. Thy wife shall be as a fruitful vine in thine house, and thy children shall be as the young scions of laden olive trees about thy table. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed that feareth the Lord, etc. Where are such parents? Where are they that ask after good works? here none wishes to come why god has commanded it the devil flesh and blood pull away from it it makes no show therefore it counts for nothing here this husband runs to saint james that wife vows a pilgrimage to our lady no one vows that he will properly govern and teach himself and his child to the honor of god he leaves behind those whom god has commanded him to keep in body and soul and would serve god in some other place which has not been commanded him such perversity no bishop forbids no preacher corrects nay for covetousness sake they confirm it and daily only invent more pilgrimages elevations of saints indulgence fairs. god have pity on such blindness Six. On the other hand, parents cannot earn eternal punishment in any way more easily than by neglecting their own children in their own home and not teaching them the things which have been spoken of above. Of what help is it that they kill themselves with fasting, praying, making pilgrimages, and do all manner of good works? God will, after all, not ask them about these things at their death and in the day of judgment, but will require of them the children whom he entrusted to them this is shown by that word of christ luke chapter 23 ye daughters of jerusalem weep not for me but for yourselves and for your children the days are coming in which they shall say blessed are the wombs that never bear and the paps which never gave suck why shall they lament except because all their condemnation comes from their own children if they had not had children perhaps they might have been saved Truly, these words ought to open the eyes of parents that they may have regard to the souls of their children, so that the poor children be not deceived by their false fleshly love as if they had rightly honoured their parents when they are not angry with them, or are obedient in worldly matters, by which their self-will is strengthened, although the commandment places the parents in honour for the very purpose that the self-will of the children may be broken, and that the children may become humble and meek. Just as it has been said of the other commandments, that they are to be fulfilled in the chief work, so here too let no one suppose that the training and teaching of his children is sufficient of itself, except it be done in confidence of divine favor, so that a man doubt not that he is well-pleasing to God in his works, and that he let such works be nothing else than an exhortation and exercise of his faith, that he trust God and look to him for blessings and a gracious will, without which faith no work lives." war is good and acceptable for many heathen have trained their children beautifully but it is all lost because of their unbelief end of section twenty five